the theme for today has been when love comes to town and we've been thinking about what that love looks like and uh, people go to extreme lengths, don't they, to show their love at some times uh, to the point of uh, seeing your partner on the toilet and not thinking it's gross <laughs> to the point of uh, putting on perfume and walking around and smelling one another. Uh, some people do those sorts of things to show their love for one another. Sometimes people show their love by writing it in the sky uh, by using a plane. Some people show love for one another by flying all the way across the world to tell them that they love them. I don't know why they do that these days. All you need to do is get onto your Facebook and change status. That's the way you do it these days, isn't it? You just change your status, shows that you're in love with someone. Uh, but people go to extreme lengths, don't they, to show that they love someone and to show that love to someone. And it's a love that's in action, isn't it? Showing what they do and how they love by doing that and putting that into action. Well, I think at Christmas time, we actually see where love is put into action beyond what we can possibly imagine. Uh, at Christmas time, if we go back to the original Christmas, we see a Jesus who comes into the world and it's an act of love by God to you and I. Uh, I want to show you a verse. It's probably one of the most popular verses uh, in the Bible, one that uh, you may have seen at sporting events. And I think this verse captures exactly what Christmas is about and about when love comes to town. It's John 3.16. It's for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Uh, Just within that verse, it pictures exactly what Christmas is about. It tells us about how God sends Jesus, sends his son into the world so that we can know him and love him forever. It's an act of love beyond compare. I don't know whether you've ever tried to think about how you could give up one of your children, but God sends Jesus into this world to die for us. We're going to play a clip now that might help us grasp that a little bit. In the live nativity, this is that father to the Messiah, some rather big shoes to fill, or sandals as it may be. As a method actor, um, I have to experience what the character experiences, you know, in order to play the role. It takes a lot of effort, so I do what I can to get my body in shape. <laughs> Sometimes on my lunch break, I'll just go into Joseph position. <laughs> So I'm thinking of renting a donkey. No. No, no, look, uh, we would just ride it, okay? No. No, no, look, look, just around town, okay? I just want to get a feel for what Joseph must have done. I'm not going to ride a donkey for town. Babe, look, Brando shadowed gangsters, okay? Winona stole a purse. Larry actually was a cable guy. I, I need this, okay? I need to know what it was like to serve the mother of God. You want to know what it was like to serve? Throughout the years, I have adopted the lifestyle of many notable characters. I even uh, played Judas in our church's gospel musical rendition of Happy Feet. I actually wrote that one. It's called Happy Feet Washing. Lord, why would you put me through this? You understand, God? This is difficult. The people are 
downtown, they are talking. They're asking why I would marry a woman who's bearing another man's child. What did I do, do Lord? Mm, God love him. But he sounds like the guy from The Fiddler on the Roof. Why? She said that? I sound nothing like Tevya. I played Tevya in high school. <laughs> I think I know the difference. She, she sounds like Frank Brescher. Not the voice, but the... He's starting to scare the children. Yeah, I don't want to do this again. No. Well, come on, buddy. Just from the top, the part about the end. No, no, good. I'm sorry, sir, but there's no one all in the end for you. What?! <laughs> You're telling me that my pregnant wife and me, you're going to leave us out in the streets? We may die out there. Is that what you want to happen? Is it? But, buddy. He's fine. He's fine. Um, this is Travis, my son. He will be playing the role of Jesus. Even larger sandals to fill. Fit figuratively. He has very, very small feet. <laughs> it is a live nativity, um, so we are on our feet for five hours each night, um, seven days leading up to Christmas. It's um, not so much of a physical challenge for me. I played sports in high school. Um, it's more of a, a spiritual challenge. Really? It just is. <laughs> Where's my baby Jesus? Because Daddy's ready for the show. What's wrong? I couldn't do it. What? What are you talking about? I couldn't give up my son. Honey, they're counting on you. No, um, if I were God, I couldn't give up my boy. The world would be out of luck. out of luck. It's a big call, isn't it? I think often we can, uh, in a sense, say that, G that God gave Jesus, gave up his son for us, but then to actually bring it back into reality, that's huge, isn't it? Uh, because not only does God give up his son for us, but God, Jesus, gave up being with his father for us. That Jesus, who was with the Father from eternity, who created all things, who made all things, who was there right from the beginning, who has seen everything that came in, gave up that and entered into this world for you and I. That's an amazing act of love, isn't it? Beyond comparison, beyond compare. You see, when love comes to town, God acts and he brings Jesus to us to show us what love is like, to draw us to himself. You see, in that verse it says that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and his son so that we may not perish, so that we can be with God forever. 
God sends Jesus into the world to draw you and me to himself. And he does that through not just being a baby, but through growing up and going to the cross for us and taking the punishment that we deserved. Uh, those of you who were here for the beginning and saw the song by you 2 When Love Comes to Town, may have picked up B.B. King's part in it. Uh, he sings a great line within it, and I better make sure I get it right so I don't get it wrong. He says this, he says, I was there when they crucified my Lord. I drew the scabbard when the soldier drew his sword. I rolled the dice when he pierced his side, and I saw love conquer the great divide. Beautiful words, aren't they? You see, what uh, B.B. King is saying, what you two are saying within that song is exactly what John 3.16 is saying. It's saying that in Jesus, he draws, the love conquers the great divide between a holy God and a sinful you and me. A holy God can't be in the presence of you and me by ourselves because we're unholy. It can't be possible. But love draws us together in Jesus. Love conquers the great divide that we couldn't do by ourselves. Jesus on the cross draws us to the Father. That's an amazing act of love, isn't it? God sends Jesus into the world and draws us to himself. And then it says that we shall not perish but have eternal life, that we will be with him for eternity. He draws us to himself and he holds us forever. I reckon one of the greatest pictures of security and love is when you see a parent or a grandparent holding a baby, holding a child in their arms. The baby feels completely secure. The baby feels that there is nothing that can take them out of that safe, secure, loving environment. And they hold them and they keep them. And it's a wonderful sight, isn't it? There's no safer place than in the loving arms of a parent. There is no safer place for you and me than in the loving arms of our Heavenly Father. He draws us to himself in his act of love of sending Jesus to us. He draws us to himself and he holds us in his arms for eternity. Eternal life, never to perish, to always be with him. And you notice that that's not just automatic though. There's one word right in the middle of that that says, believe. For this to be yours, then we need to believe. For this to be yours, then we need to put our trust in this amazing act of love. Otherwise, an amazing act of love is just a lovely picture on a postcard, on a Christmas card. Uh, When I was about 14 or 15, I grew up in Tasmania and uh, in Tassie, uh, I had some mates who lived quite a distance from me and we used to go and ride our bikes to a place called St Leonard's. My family would be picking that up now and recognising where it was. And that place in St Leonard's uh, had a swimming hole in it. And in that swimming hole, uh, there was a rope. And you used to get this rope and you'd swing out on the rope and then you'd let go and then you'd hit the water and you'd be you'd exhilarating. It was a great thing to do. Now, I hadn't done this before and I went with three of my friends. I rode about five or six k's, maybe ten k's to get there. Uh, on my little black uh, uh, 10-speed bike. I rode out there. My mates were all doing it. They were having a swing and they were going out and having a wonderful time. And so I thought, well, I'll have a go at this. So I got there and I grabbed the rope 
and I jumped out of the rope and I went out and I held on to it and I thought, now when do I let go? Do I let go now? I got a little bit further out, do I let go now? Oh, that looks a long way down. I don't know whether I should let go. Well, I let go now. Well, I'm not too sure and I started swinging back in. Do I let go now? No, too late. I had to hold on to that rope and that rope was devastating because it slammed me back into the side of the bank and a tree. And I wrapped myself around a tree, not quite as badly as my son did with his knee recently, but I wrapped myself around a tree and it was terrible. I had bruises up the side of my leg, my backside. Oh, it was horrible. And I had to ride six k's home. That was not a pretty sight. Ten k's maybe. Depends how. It could have been 15. Maybe it was 20. No. So I think it was about six k's. I had to ride six k's home. Without, it was devastating. And all I really had to do was when I got out was to let go of the rope and fall into the water because that water would have been exhilarating. Might have hurt a little bit, but it would have been exhilarating. It would have been fantastic. But I just couldn't let go of the rope. And I think that's sometimes like us with God and Jesus, isn't it? Sometimes we think we're out there, we've heard it, you've been here this morning, you've watched, you've heard, you've sung, you've thought about it, you've got the rope, you're thinking about it. Should I let go and trust God in this? Or will I hold on to that rope and swing back into the shore and collect myself? Because you see that verse, John 3.16 says, shall not die or shall not perish but have eternal life. You see, not trusting Jesus does have bad consequences. We do perish. We do experience God's anger forever. It's not good. But the good news is that that doesn't have to be ours. That's what Christmas is all about. That's when love comes to town, when God sends Jesus into the world and draws us to himself by paying the penalty on the cross for us and holds us for eternity so that we won't perish. All we need to do is believe and trust in that. All we need to do is to catch that train. You too. When love comes to town, I want to catch that train. When love comes to town, I want to be on that train. Uh, Bono says, Before love came to town, I used to make love under a red sunset. I left her standing in a white dress before love came to town. But when love comes to town, it transforms us and changes us. When love comes to town and we put our trust in Jesus, then we have eternal life with him and we will not perish. That is the amazing, wonderful, good news of Christmas. Can I encourage you this morning that if you've been thinking about that, if you're looking into that, then catch the train this morning. Take hold of Jesus. Let go, in a sense, of the rope that you're holding on to of your own life. Let go of it and trust in him because God's love is far beyond anything that you could imagine. He sent his son for you. He draws you to himself and he holds you forever. How about we catch this train today? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you great thanks that... You haven't left us alone, that you did send Jesus into this world, that love did come to us in him. Heavenly Father, help us to let go and trust in that. Lord, we pray today on this Christmas day that uh, when we unwrap all the presents and when we enjoy our food, when we give gifts to one another, that we won't forget the amazing gift of love you've given to us in Jesus. 
Lord, may we know that, may we trust in that, may we experience that, may we be transformed by your love, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.